bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees, we got them all. So listen up, because we, 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 we got the buzz. Turn down the buzz! What is going on, Utes Nation? Welcome into another Swoop Saturday podcast presented by the Hive Sports. Of course, I'm your host, Zach Rieger, and want to wish you a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're doing well and find you happy because it's the best day of the week, easily. It's Swoop Saturday. Nothing better than that, and nothing better than what I'm actually going to be talking about today. We are back with the NFL. Utes, the Utah Utes that are in the NFL. The schedule just released this week. So I'm going to be talking about some of the week one matchups, you know, the way too early analysis, uh, because there are, as you know from last season, a lot of University of Utah football players in the league. Unfortunately, not that many, none got drafted. But as I've talked about earlier, that does not matter because the draft class next year is going to be absolutely insane. And let's get the best of both worlds, an absolutely amazing class next year and a Pac-12 championship this year. So love that (laughs) for all this. Uh, But before I fully get into the episode, uh, you know, just want to remind you again, follow us on social media. Just do it, you know. And now we are on YouTube. And if you saw, I actually fortunately started recording this a little bit later. Uh, because if I will hit, hit record originally, you will see me burn my tongue on the coffee that I'm drinking. Uh, so that that will be amusing. And honestly, I think there's a good chance that it will happen again throughout this. So tune into the YouTube page. Check us out. Uh, I'm here in my messy room again. No hat this time. Uh, so hair's still a little crazy, but not, not as bad as last week. Um, so yeah, be sure to follow some social media, go subscribe to the YouTube page as well. I'm really going to try to grow that. And I, I just think it's more fun. Uh, hopefully you do as well. Uh, so you can just kind of see me, see what I'm up to, uh, cause the world may never know. Um, uh, but let, let's, let's get into it. You know, let's, let's start talking. We got Cowboys. We got Bucks is opening, opening night. That very first game, everyone's hyping up the Cowboys, and just, oh, this matchup's going to be insane. And come on, man. The spread's already six. It'll probably grow. Like, the Bucks are going to take care of business here. Um, but, you know, all the delusional Cowboys fans, oh, this is our year. Oh, 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 all right. I'll, I'll, I'll believe you when I see it. Um, <laughs> anyways, I always got to get a little Cowboys, uh, you know, negatives in there. So, my bad for that little rant, but out of my rants, that's probably one of the shorter ones, so cut cut that off pretty quick. But there's one cowboy I will be rooting for, and that's Bradley and I. Uh, he's the second string guy now. You know, there were talks of him. Uh, you know, last season didn't know how much playing time he would end up getting. He didn't get a ton, um, but you know, showed some real progress and you know, looked like he could be an NFL guy, which of course we have known all along. Uh, so excited to see him playing, kind of work his way up, because I think he could easily be a starter by the end of the season. But week one, we'll we'll kind of see. Uh, he's one of the guys I'm for sure going to be uh, tracking, you know, percentage, uh, 
like when he's on the field, the percentage of that, just to see kind of if that fluctuates much because he will be on the field. You know, he you can never have too many pass rushers, especially with the Bucks. Or, I mean, yeah, I guess with the Bucks office, but with the Cowboys defense and how bad they were last year, like they're they're going to get their pass rush right, and Bradley and I will a hundred percent help out with that. Um, so that that's you know a nice little start. This next game is going to be a pretty good one. Uh, Steelers at the Bills. We got Zach Moss season back, revenge year, year two, heading into a sophomore season. Uh, and there were a lot of rumors about the Bills maybe spending high draft capital on a running back, going out getting a big time free agent because the free agency running back class this year was insane. And they didn't. They they didn't uh, go out get a high priority free agent. They didn't draft a running back like early in the draft. So. Zach Moss is going to have a shot at this backfield again. Uh, I think overall, it'll be a little bit more of the same. The Bills, they'll still be passed first, you know. But Zach Moss can help out with the receiving, and it's the stuff I said every week last year. You know, he's he's awesome. And, you know, it's not always the best fit because he is a ground-and-pound guy, gets better as the game's going, needs, you know, 20, 25 carries to really get going. Um, and he's not going to get that in Buffalo, but – I mean, hopefully he – I mean, he's coming into year two now. So he's had – has some experience now at the next level. And, I mean, he's shown, like, he can play with these guys and he can run people over. So got a very tough draw against the Steelers um, who had, like, the top rush defense last year. Um, but, we'll, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if he can find the end zone in, uh, in week one like he did last year. So I, I think he can. And then another guy I'm excited to talk about, the star of the Tutelay, he opted out last year. So when I was talking about, the, um, you know, no new guys because the draft, I kind of lied to you guys because, I mean, he's back. You know, he opted out last season. So we got a new player to talk about week in, week out, and the Bills are going to be a good team, hopefully go far this year so I can talk with them all season long, hopefully. So time out that he will be a huge boost to an already good defense now i mean his experience is absolutely insane and his production shows that just as well so that that should be a good matchup a couple bills there this next one not necessarily one of the ones i'm more excited about from a utah or swoop saturday perspective but just kind of as an nfl fan the jets against the panthers the jets do have javelin Guidry, who is insane actually he's a a guy who really came on towards the end of the year. And I mean, his speed, his balls, he's, he's a little package. I mean, with the jets, like he's, he's going to be a baller for them uh, on the outside. Um, And this one's just really interesting and really fun just because of the Sam Darnold trade. I think, you know, he's week one, the NFL schedule makers, they knew what they were doing. So that, that'll be a fun one. And uh, Guidry will get a chance to, you know, intercept and uh, uh, and break up some passes from his old signal caller and Sam Darnold. So a lot of fun reasons for that. Uh, there's also another guy from the state of Utah that's going to be playing that game. Uh, we, we don't need to mention him, though. Uh, <laughs> but let's get my Tennessee Titans are hosting the Arizona Cardinals. And the, the Titans need to get some Utes representation, man. That's, that's all I want. Hopefully next year we can get uh, – one of the guys, you know, if we had a Brent Keithy or something, since we just lost Janu, that would be insane. Don't know where he'll go in the draft, but I mean, that's my way too early 
prediction way too early wish list of what I want. But there's still a couple Utes in this game. Uh, Fotu was awesome last year at the defensive tackle position, and he will only get better heading into year two. I mean, he's he's number one on the depth chart right now. So he will do some damage and, um, you know, really wreck some havoc. Uh, he'll, he will have a tough task, you know, filling the gaps and uh, trying to get Derrick Henry to the ground, which will not be easy. But, I mean, a good test to really get the NFL season going. And then Kylie Fitz, you know, he made some plays last year, uh, working his way up the depth chart, kind of like Bradley and A. So exciting times for him as well. And, I mean, Arizona's going to be good again this year. I think they'll be even better. Um, tough draw, you know, obviously. I think Tennessee is going to take this one. But as I've shown before, I like to show my bias. And there it is again. <laughs> this next one, we got a nice little interesting matchup. This is the first matchup, at least on my list, that we have guys on both teams. 49ers, Detroit. And look at this primetime matchup. We'll have a punter against a defensive tackle, baby. Mitch Wisnowski. I mean, I feel like I've said it for all these guys. But, I mean, unbelievable year last year. Really started tracking him towards, like, the back half of the year. And the amount of touchbacks he had, the amount of 50-plus yard punts he had, ridiculous. So, he will keep that going uh, for the Niners. And the Niners are going to be an interesting team this year. Um, They will be competitive. Obviously, they have Kyle Shanahan. But it's going to be interesting to see kind of what they all do. But they'll still – they lost Salah, so their defense, not quite sure. Uh, but they still have the pieces there. They're still going to be talented. Um, and so if Mish Wisnowski can really uh, pin teams back, their defense will be able to, you know, run loose. And Nick Bosa will get a couple safeties this year. Who knows? And then John Penasini, another guy who was awesome. I've been wanting, I wanted this guy to start from week one. Didn't do that. Started uh, middle, mid to late years when he uh, really got that starting role. And he produced, he was on my top five list pretty much every week. Uh, just absolutely great games, uh, especially against Chicago. Uh, they had that comeback win. And it was all because of Penasini uh, got that forced fumble. And that was like, Let's go. So a fun little punter D tackle matchup in there. This next one, I believe, has the most uh, former Utes. Uh, Seattle versus Indianapolis. This is going to be a fun one as well, just because of what I just said. There are two on each side. Seattle, you got Cody Barton, Marquise Blair. Cody Barton, love watching him on special teams. Just goes, lays, like just absolutely destroys Anyone that gets the ball on special teams, any returner, so much fun to watch. And then Marquise Blair, he's starting safety this year. Uh, he's number one on the depth chart, so he'll get more playing time as well. And, I mean, he's going to have to play well. I mean, they have a lot of high-powered offenses in that division. And you have Matt Stafford there who's going to sling it. Kyler Murray, he's going to sling it. Uh, I mean, Jimmy G or and or Trey Lance. I mean, they'll they'll run the ball, but they're going to sling it as well. So, lot for him to. Uh, it's going to be a big task, a tough task, but against Indianapolis, it's uh, they they got Carson Wentz, new quarterback that they're facing. You know, not quite the caliber of the division that he is in, but 
I mean, we'll see. It's week one. Anything can happen. The Colts lost to the Jaguars week one. So let's see if the Colts can lose again. But a couple of Colts that aren't going to want that to happen. Uh, once again, my bias being a Titans fan. Um, <laughs> Julian Blackman, top tier guy. I mean, there's not much more I can say in kind of a broad overview. Absolute stud. He's. I mean, he'll he'll be facing uh, Seattle. I'll have to guard guys over the middle. But I mean, his year last year was awesome. I think it was the second best out of all of them. Uh, there was one other guy who I'll talk to in a little bit or talk about in a little bit. Uh, but Julian Blackman is awesome. And then Sam Tevy coming over from Los Angeles, uh, just making the Colts offensive line that much better. Um, yeah, so that's going to be a fun one from a youth perspective and just from an NFL perspective, you know, uh, there's a lot of stuff going or a lot of rumors going around that Seattle's going to run the ball more. So Julian Blackman will have to come up and be physical, which he, he has done. I still remember that Derrick Henry hit. That's it is what it is. <laughs> um, so, yes, exactly. I lost my spot for a little bit, but that's OK. Uh, I can just say that I'm drinking my coffee. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who didn't burn my tongue that time. So not quite as fun for you, YouTube uh, watchers, but, you know, I can only do so much. This next one, Dolphins, uh, New England, just Eric Rowe can play everywhere. Dolphins defense is so good. They're stupid good, and they're going to keep being good. And I think the Dolphins are actually underdogs in this one, and I I think I would uh, hammer that for them to win. Uh, Eric Rowe going up against his former team. Uh, so just some exciting, exciting news for that one. Uh, another game that has a lot of guys – uh, Garrett Bowles, Tim Patrick, Devontae Booker. No, it's not just the Broncos. Even though Devontae Booker used to be a Bronco, then a Raider. Now he's going to the East Coast, and he's now a Giant. Uh, so he'll back up Saquon there. Uh, probably won't get as many carries as he did last year, spilling for Josh Jacobs. But, I mean, you never know. Uh, he looked really good last year. Uh, he really did. And then Garrett Bowles, Mr. Zero Sacks Allowed, looking to keep that momentum going. And then Tim Patrick, you know, there's a lot more weapons, a lot more weapons will be healthy. But Tim Patrick is just a nice, steady, reliable guy. And Teddy Bridgewater likes those steady guys, and he already has a chemistry with Drew Locke. So we will we'll kind of see. Uh, he probably won't be that – he might be kind of transitioned to the third option just because Jared Judy uh, coming into year two. Cortland Sutton will be healthy, and he's the wide receiver one. Uh, but so maybe a little bit of a down year, but he'll still have his games. He's talented enough, experienced enough. He's going to have his hundred yard games, two touchdown games, etc. cetera. Uh, Green Bay, New Orleans up next, Marcus Williams up with a, uh, a lot going on in Green Bay right now. So kind of tough to predict what's going to be happening. This is either going to be a very tough matchup for Marcus Williams or a not as hard matchup for Marcus Williams in the Saints secondary, uh, depending on what all goes down there. Could be Jordan Love season. I mean, we we don't know. Yeah. Maybe they knew what they were doing, picking him in the first round, even though they there's no way they did. The Sunday night game is very exciting, though. Chicago uh, versus the Rams. Good, just absolutely fantastic cornerback matchup. Jalen Johnson, Terrell Burgess. Uh, Terrell Burgess 
played awesome last year, but unfortunately suffered that injury uh, that cut his season short. And then Jalen Johnson, who I was alluding to earlier, number one guy, uh, he's he's going to continue to be awesome for the Bears. Uh, and then Matt Gay's also uh, the kicker for the Rams. So kickers are people too. And uh, that, I mean, cannot say enough about Jalen Johnson, what he brings. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly what I was going to say there. And then lastly, the Monday night game, uh, Ravens and the Raiders. Uh, Tyler Huntley's on the lineup. Probably won't see the field, but you never know. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school, so check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.